Hello and welcome to Workplace Insights. I'm Edward Dobie and today's episode is on how to make sure disability passports work. Now, first of all, a brief explanation of what a disability passport is. A disability passport is a document completed by an employee who is disabled and their line manager. As you know, this is all about workplace conversations, so let's dive right into it. Twenty-three years ago, a long time, I know, a Mr. McGee brought a disability discrimination case against his employer, the Land Registry, because he was fed up with a succession of managers questioning his reasonable adjustments. The final straw was an unsatisfactory appraisal because his new manager did not know about his adjustments. The tribunal in Magee versus the Land Registry, now this was unreported by the way, you know, 23 years ago, right? Said that employers must have systems that allow disabled employees to tell new managers about adjustments. Since then, many employers have introduced workplace or tailored adjustment plans, more commonly known as passports. The aim of avoiding the need for disabled employees to renegotiate their adjustments is admirable, but is it working as intended? Now that is the million dollar question. So let's take a look at reviewing adjustments, okay? The term passport can imply immutable and unchangeable rights. Employees can believe that their passport entitles them to take adjustments without change or discussions from one role into another or that their adjustment should never be discussed or changed. Adjustments should, however, be reviewed regularly and especially when something changes. BDF research shows that 30% of employees have their adjustments reviewed once a year or less. This means employees might have adjustments that are no longer effective or reasonable and that new adjustments needed are not implemented. Now this is legally risky. Employers must record adjustments, but things change in the world of work, such as a new manager or role. The business might also change the way in which it operates. The most dramatic example of this was, of course, during the pandemic. But it could be new technology, digitizing, downsizing, or expanding. Life also changes. A disability or condition may change or deteriorate and home or personal circumstances might be different. All of this can have an impact on adjustments needed and so, whatever its name, it should be a living document that is regularly reviewed and updated. Avoiding difficult conversations. A lot of business owners and line managers avoid that totally. Now, one reason passports are not reviewed regularly 
is that managers and disabled colleagues want to avoid difficult conversations, in quote. Disabled people often fear that a conversation might result in them losing adjustments on which they rely. Managers fear saying something wrong and opening the business to discrimination claims or having to do something they don't feel equipped or have the time to do, which is to make reasonable adjustments. Voluntary passport policies exacerbate this problem. If employers want to introduce passports, they should make it mandatory and provide adequate training on implementation. Now, we've heard about reasonable adjustments. What actually is reasonable adjustments? The Equality Act 2010 does not define reasonable, but there are questions to ask and answer with appropriate expert advice which help. Is the adjustment effective in removing or reducing the barrier or disadvantage experienced by the disabled person because of their disability? And is it practical? How much does or will it cost? Remember that cost alone is unlikely to make an adjustment unreasonable and the financial resources of the business is a factor in determining what is reasonable. Is there help available to mitigate the cost, for example, from the Government Access to Work Scheme? Will the adjustment be disruptive to other colleagues or customers or clients? Might the adjustment cause a health and safety risk for the disabled person or others? If so, a proper risk assessment considering both the severity and the likelihood of the risk must be conducted. These considerations do not cease to be relevant once an adjustment has been recorded in a passport. Managers must therefore receive support and training on how to have these conversations and how to make adjustments in accordance with the organization's policies and procedures. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And we hope you found it informative and helpful. You can find us on most podcasting platforms and social media. Don't forget to use the hashtag AskHRHubPlus and hashtag WorkplaceInsights to get in touch with us. We'll be sharing about upcoming episodes using it. So don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up with the other episodes And we'll see you next time for another Workplace Insights.